another episode of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I am Mike. I am here with you for episode 119. Our Halloween extravaganza has come to a head. This is the big one. Our big giveaway is upon us. One of our all-time favorite movies is upon us. And I am extremely excited and with me this week, we have Anthony again. Hello. We also have our friend from the north, Grizz. Oh, that makes me sound like, uh, I like that, friend from the north. I was just looking at the Lord of the Rings Blu-ray yeah. <laughs> uh, on the shelf over here. So I you're guess basically that, in Canada. Yeah, yeah, you're close. You're basically. Buffalo? How are the, uh, how the, how the bills doing, blow. man? <laughs> that's, that's perfect. <laughs> how how are how are the Bills doing, man? Dude, they you won today. Good? Yeah, dude, five and were they five and two? Not bad for them. Shit. You bet on you bet on these games. <laughs> that's funny. Money. I gotta have money Do to you? bet, right? Uh, well, I don't know, man. Sometimes they have like office pools and things like that. Like they used to do that at my job. It's illegal. We don't talk. <laughs> you get the brown paper bag, it's filled with fucking $20 bills. You right? know me, I don't do anything illegal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Straight shooter. So, uh, yeah, right, okay. So, what do you guys, uh, what do you guys think? It's Halloween, right? Yeah. By the time this comes out, it will be, what, two days closer before to Halloween? Halloween? Yeah, yeah, even closer. <laughs> closest to Halloween. We can. Everybody says, like, oh, this is my favorite time of year. Right, this year feels the least Halloweenish. Halloween twenty twenty year, yeah, of any year I've ever experienced. Right, it's different. We, yeah, we sure. did not, we did not go to any haunted houses this year, Anthony. We There's usually, a lot of drive through ones we should try to do. Maybe hey, we could do one before, before Saturday. Maybe like a fr- maybe Friday night. Let's go now. Facetime me, Mike. Yeah, let's take the mics. Yeah, <laughs> Facetime. We did it before. Yeah, uh, actually, I think early on in the show. One of the early episodes, Anthony and I went to a haunted house, you know, a local one, and we went through it with the small Zoom one, yeah, Zoom one, H one pocket recorder, and it was pretty interesting, right? It's pretty funny. Yeah, it was. We waited on that line for hours. That was so terrible. Yeah, I was not feeling good. Yeah, yeah. I'll just sit here and I'll like narrate you guys as you guys go through the house. So that'll be my contribution to the episode. And, and what sucks is, like, I got way better recording equipment now, and, you know, the fuck, I can't even use it. <laughs> Anthony could wear the GoPro. <laughs> yes. Run through. 4K. Uh, we could be a Halloween resurrection. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, uh, that was on last night in this house, and everyone's like, yeah. I was like, why are we watching this? <laughs> and uh, Halloween 4 also. Yeah, I Ugh. was getting excited because I was, I was getting excited to have an excuse to watch Halloween 5 because, like, I just I don't like that one. I was like, I'll watch it, and then Resurrection came on. I'm like, oh boy. Okay, let's just get this. Let's just like figure this out right now. Let's get this decided. Juba last night, uh, professional wrestler, friend of the show. Uh, (laughs) He he gave me a little shit for this. What is it? Halloween H2O or Halloween H20? Because it is supposed to be 20 years, it right? Is, yeah, but I think, yeah, everyone, call, when it was being promoted, people were calling it H2O. I remember, like, interviews and stuff. But here's to your point last night. I watched a video this morning of a guy 
making um, a, like one of the production people making a mask, like a replica of the Halloween uh-huh. 2018 one, and they call like in, in the industry they call that one H40. Same. Halloween H4, H40. So like, now does that like retroactively uh, change? Make it H20? Yeah, yeah. Does it make it H20 now? See? No? I, I have <laughs> no Chris idea. His head? I don't, I've Lost. never even seen Halloween Lost. water. So, yeah. Are you, you cool, bro? <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? I've never even seen Halloween water to give you any input on that movie. Uh, Halloween water. Never seen Halloween water. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Josh Hartnett, oh, right? Baby, what am I missing? And, and, I gotta go back and, and watch uh, it now. Michelle Williams. Yes. Michelle Williams. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Pre-Heath Ledger. There you go, dude. Go Pre- check, check it out. Bad Taste Video. Two-thirds of Bad Taste Video says, check it out. And uh, But we're, we're not saying it's a good movie. No, <laughs> no, no. We're just we're saying, go, check it out. Just, yeah, we're just saying, go watch it. We're not saying enjoy. Yeah, we're what the saying. fuck? Don't put, don't put words and in And Joseph mouth. Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's oh, the first yes. kill. Yes. The first kill. Yes. He's playing hockey, right? He's playing hockey, like every kid in the 90s did. Yep, drinking straight Coca-Cola out of the bottle, mm. uh, going inside, puking right after. But, but I will right. say, the the one cool thing that movie did to make sure it was connected to the first two timelines was that it goes right into Candyman, the music that plays. the first, When they go right to town, like after like the little like prelude and everything, when the movie starts, and they, I think it's a pumpkin getting stabbed, uh-huh. it's already playing Candyman. What? Like, because remember in the first in Halloween two that ends with the fire and they're playing, uh, well, no, Mr. Sandman, Mr. Sandman, not Candyman, Sand, yeah, 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 Sandman, yeah, 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 and they're playing that and it goes into the next movie. Yeah, it, I thought that was great. Yeah, I guess Pop, that <laughs> the best thing that movie did was that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess. I guess. Sorry, everybody. It's okay. But this week we're speaking of now. Wait, hold on. Is this even? Is this a sequel? Is this week's movie a sequel? It's in a it's a universe movie. It's a universe movie. Uh, how would it be a? So I mean, if that's the case, then Ernest goes. We haven't even said the name of the movie yet, so I guess I'm giving it away. Yeah. But okay, wait, 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 wait. You want me? You want me to set the? Yeah, get the the name out first, and then ask that question. All right, let's 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 hit hit the button, man. Hit the time machine button. Just hit it. Right. right. Shit. All right. So we're gonna. Hop into the bad taste time machine. We're gonna dial back 1991. Mike, set the scene. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna laugh at the the music forever now. Every time I hear it, I'm just gonna fucking laugh. I, I hope this sounds more legitimate than what I just saw. <laughs> <laughs> I see Grizz's eyes look down. <laughs> it's so great. Don't mind the tinfoil. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> On October 11, 1991, which happens to be the release date of this week's film, you may have uh, heard of this because it it's a pretty notable thing in pop culture, but televangelist Jimmy Swaggart uh, was seen soliciting a prostitute. Jimmy Swagger's soliciting prod. That's, that's like a tongue twister in itself, right there. Jimmy Swagger soliciting <laughs> prostitutes. That should be a vocal warm up. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do that every week now. <laughs> I want now, a T-shirt that I says think that. He, I think he got caught once before, like in the '80s, like 1988 or something like that. But now in this one, there's like a famous video of his like sermon after or whatever. 
And he's like, God told me it's like between me and the Lord or some shit. Like, it's none of your business what happened. <laughs> so he like totally gave up. I think shortly after he was like relieved of like his his like son took over or something. I don't know. The dead shit. I thought that was I thought that was fucking really funny. I've I've seen that video like all over the internet. That's why I thought it was pretty relevant. He's a man. fucking <laughs> habitual prostitute solicitor. That motherfucker. Who would have thought, right? <laughs> it's always the ones you least expect. <laughs> Anthony. Yes. WWF champion, 1991, October. <laughs> October 1991? Hogan. There you go. All right. All right. Who did he, he beat beer for before it? the podcast? Oh, who did he? Who, oh, it was. Um, it was it at was, WrestleMania uh, was Slaughter, 7. Slaughter. 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 Hell yeah. Slaughter, yeah. yeah. And then, oh, if we want to talk about we already did the breakdown already. It's we, okay. Yeah. Go, we, go, go, go Anthony. Go. Go. It, was, uh, it was then vacated. Flair won it. Then Macho. Then Flair, then Brett, then Yoko, then Brett. Then, wait, no, no, Brett, Yoko, Hogan, Yoko, Brett. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the human encyclopedia of championships. <laughs> Anthony did that before. Um, hold on, I'm fucking with my headphones. Anthony did that before. Uh, right off the top of his head, he didn't look I, it up at all. It I was forgot, insane. I, for- I was like looking at the listing, and I was like, "Holy Jesus!" Fuck I forgot shit. that they. I forgot that Flair won it back, and I was like, I was in my head like, "Who who won it back? Who won it back?" And I was because I remember Brett was supposed to have a program with Ultimate Warrior, but then he quit again wah, 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 wah. for the better. <laughs> and the WCW champion October. Of 1991, the killer of Miss Elizabeth. Oh, it was was Lex Luger. Piece of shit. There you go. Hey, it's not his fault. The British fucking bulldog turned that motherfucker bad. He was an all right person. (laughs) Hey, dude, British bulldog smoke crack had the fucking best fucking match match of his life. Of his life. Yeah, easily. I will. I will. Where you been? Where you been for these six months? Oh, been smoking crack, crack yeah, bro. Jim Neidhart. <laughs> it's um. Well, we're even though it's ninety two, like we're we're edging closer to SummerSlam ninety two, which is one of my favorite main events ever, which is Brett versus Bulldog in the stadium, like for the uh-huh. or the IC title headlined. Uh-huh. Great match, dude. Then you found Our- out everyone was all drugged up <laughs> such as <laughs> such as professional wrestling yeah, right seriously but this week we are doing a movie that is near and dear to all of our hearts and possibly yours too if you were born in the 80s right i would say that that would put you like prime age for this movie especially on video cassette right oh if you were born uh, in like i would say 85 to so yeah, any or I guess anywhere in the eighties, but really the late eighties, I think you were a prime age for this movie. So this week we watched the Jim Varney classic, Ernest Scared Stupid. I feel like we need the applause for this. Yeah, right? there just because anything be with Jim Varney. Yeah. Uh, now I asked this question before. Is it a sequel? Are Ernest movie sequels? Because all this shit like is in the same universe, right? Yeah, I mean, so I guess that like would mean Pee-wee. Ernest goes to or Ernest goes to camp would be the initial uh, movie, and then each one following Ernest goes to jail, Ernest saves Christmas, Ernest scared stupid would make this the fourth 
in line of that series yeah. or is are they all independent of each other well i don't know it's kind of like the peewee like even though there's not as many movies like the peewee's big adventure big top peewee and then the the, the more recent peewee herman they're not numbered yeah it's all the universe see now i'm trying to think if they ever reference now the like characters are the same sometimes yeah, that's you know point. what I mean. But does he ever reference past experiences? I don't think so. You know, Man. like does he ever say like, "Oh, I did this bef- like once," or like, "Oh, this is familiar." Well, they do that sometimes, but like once again, I, I feel like Pee Wee's the only comparison. Really, it's like how like in the two movies he's still Pee Wee, but then he lives in a different house, he lives in a different place, and there's no recollection to those other events. They never mention Unless anything I from that. Wrong. I, yeah. I haven't watched Big Top Pee Wee in a long time. You know what? I haven't watched <laughs> that one in a long time either. Usually I just end up watching Pee Wee's Big Adventure, right? That's the, be- that's the best one. Best one, man. Paul Rubens. Go watch. Uh, go watch. Go listen to the uh, Laser Graves yes, podcast on Paul that. Rubens. Yeah. I, I, you know what? Like when he got caught with all that shit, it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't give a fuck. That yeah, does not but- <laughs> deter me at all from liking him or Pee Wee. It does not make things weird for me. Like, that's that's kind of what Ernest, I expected Ernest to be never happening in those places anyway. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, yeah, it's yeah, pretty much business. Everybody does pretty it. Much figured it. Yeah. The fuck? Who cares? Not Ernest. It was like a whole setup. No. Not Ernest. Dude was set up. Right. It was a setup. Not was Ernest. A- Ernest would never. Uh, well, Jim Varney was a saint. He, he, he will was. be. And Slinky Dog. People- True. He was one Slinky time, Dog. Yeah. he was Slinky Dog one time, and his buddy took over. Whatever, the, whoever the guy, whoever the guy is that does it now, was like one of his good friends. Yeah, and yeah. like he just does a good impression of him. It's, <laughs> it's pretty great. amazing, right? That. <laughs> oh my! Uh, so Jim Varney present in all of the Ernest films, right? You can't do it without him. Uh, originally, pretty much like a commercial character. Yeah. Right. Used to sell various things, car dealerships, like raceways, uh, all all sorts of stuff Anything. like that. Right. Yeah. Uh, you would see things for like milk companies. You would see things for grocery stores. There's really good tapes out there that are compilations of all those commercials and segments. He had a TV show. Hey, Vern, it's Ernest. Right. Like all that shit. Yeah. He got his break doing stand up comedy. I mean, he did like a lot of like a. Uh theater work in high school and stuff like that he actually did a lot of like shakespeare and he's pretty like uh, you know pretty well trained as an actual actor got chops but i think that like kind of yeah. helps him in, in his comedy because he's like the original jim carrey i think if you want to compare him to somebody now where it's like uh, all around physical comedy coming from like yeah. his facial expressions and like his character work I don't think you'd have somebody like, you know, Jim Carrey if it wasn't for the national fucking treasure that Jim Varney yeah. is. There if you should be go, statues somewhere. There really should there be. There should be. Yeah. If you go on YouTube, you can find like early stand-up of his where he's just like in like a, a VFW hall dining room. It's so funny, You too. know what I mean? And it's and it's awesome. It's really, yeah. really good. He's like no joke. I watched Canadian a lot of those uh, things you're talking about on YouTube with like the different products and stuff like that. A lot of the bloopers and stuff. You, Dude, you get his personality. Such a genuine dude. Like I would love to just sit back and, and have a yeah. six pack with Jim Varney and just hear stories because he seems like such a fun person to be around. Yeah. Always on is what I, like, what I take away from those. Apparently, he got his start in Kentucky, so that's where he's from, obviously, but, you know, the Ernest character is pretty far from what Jim Varney was actually like in real life, 
you may also recognize him from Roseanne. Do you remember that? Roseanne? Yeah, when he, he was plays, in Roseanne. He plays like a prince, right? And he's after Jackie, yeah. right? Is that what it was? So like you wanted weird. to marry Jackie? But you know, it's so funny. Like, and it's so funny you made the Jim Carrey comparison because ninety-one Jim Carrey has already done like he did like once, once bitten. bitten. He, that's yeah. like that's eighty-five. He's already kind of a name on a living color. Like, I don't think it's out of the possibility in the year nineteen ninety-two that we would get a buddy cop movie. Of these oh, two. could you yeah. imagine? Like, Oh my God, young Jim Carrey, who's on the up and up, and back, like you know, he's uh, uh, like this is ninety one. He's two years out from about to do like having the best three years any actor ever Agreed. had. Like I think I think that those those three years are the best ever for any actor. Like well, for an actor having billion dollar success, like you could definitely squeeze in a buddy cop movie before, and it wouldn't I affect wish. his career at all. I wish at all. Once Billion was a not a good movie. Love it, not I a good think. movie. That, that time yeah. period, the two comedy duos would have been fucking outstanding i saw a video yeah. of him backstage just like riffing with robin williams in the 80s and robin's coked out of his yeah. goddamn mind but it's like such a fun interaction because the two are yeah. so like just over the top on 100 and just giving it to each yeah. other it's such a fun thing to think about jim carrey and him doing that dude 100 yeah. awesome well robin williams still like up until like he passed was like always brought or, like him up like all the time Oh really? Yeah, he always like, yeah. He, he they he they were, were friends. They, they were, were friends, like legitimate yeah. friends. Yeah, died at the age of fifty. Isn't that crazy? How yeah, he was extremely young. So he had to be right? how old here? Uh, In his forties. He had to be forty-one here. Damn, that's so crazy. Scared stupid. I always thought he was. I always thought the benchmark was like late forties when I watched this movie. Yeah, yeah. Look at this guy breaking in the business at forty. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. No, no, he yeah. was he was doing it from a young age. Yeah. You know, you don't realize how old the Ernest character was, and it really is yeah. incredible how it exploded and how there was movies, there was the TV show, you know, the car dealerships are still using his uh, you know, likeness in certain places, which is fucking oh, crazy I after all that. After all these fucking years, it's insane. Wasn't there a Pizza Hut deal too? Probably. Yeah. Dude, there's fucking shit forever. You know, it's funny that you yeah. talk about the age of him. <laughs> Ernest is a character where I have never once thought about his age or like, you know, him being an old man or a young man. It's just like he's kind of like a timeless character to me where yeah. that's the one thing that I don't think about when I think of Ernest. Yeah. Like he's just like an adult. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. That's really it. Like I don't ever take it as like he's like a kid. He has a childlike mentality sometimes, but I don't ever yeah. think that, like, you know, makes me think of his age or anything like that. Yeah. I feel like the 90s especially tried to do a lot of, like, it's a, and it's definitely built off Ernest, where it's like there's a movie where it's it's a kid's movie, and there's always, like, an adult character that's with the kids, whether it's, like, the old man they're trying to turn into being a good guy and, like, you know, like, find the buried treasure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it never really worked. And I remember Robert England tried to do it with a movie called Paper Patrol. Yeah, I've this seen a, that. I can't believe I can't believe I'm pulling this movie. But Robert England's very physical. Like he's like he's done comedy and he's yeah. great. It just didn't work. And I feel like Ernest was it's such a unique character because it was one of the few times where you insert an older man into like a kid's into a group of kids and it works. And another guy it worked for was Robin Williams and Hook. It so really did. I think it's like yeah, you're right. Yeah. And I I feel like the nineties were very good at trying to insert an older character with kids as like a childlike soul 
And I feel like I feel like I always looked at Ernest as an adult, but look, like, if you watch this movie, it's like it's there's like like it's a, it's for kids. So I think there's a lot of times you can go back and watch some stuff from like the 80s and early 90s where it has that adult interjected into a kid's world and it does not age well and it does kind of come off yeah. creepy and shit. And that exactly, never yeah. once happens with anything I've seen Ernest in where the entire interaction between the kids seems so just genuine like you even if the camera were you know were not on it seems like this is the type of interaction that he would be having with these kids and there would be yeah. nothing weird about it <laughs> i i never once thought of ernest as like a fucking pedophile well, or oh, something no, I know he's, <laughs> he's the first guy to knock out a pedophile if everyone comes to uh, the, yeah. he'll, he'll go from ernest to fucking the stri- I'll, I'll break your face yeah dude <laughs> get away from these kids hundreds of make I've a wish been, i've been to jail okay can you imagine I'll an ernest revenge movie where he's got like a group of kid friends that like you know some asshole fucks with and he just like snaps and goes yeah. after him that would be awesome just like the old lady Damn. Just like the old man. It's like Death Wish with Ernest in it. Oh, dude, imagine. <laughs> Instead Wait, of Richard really Fry, Charles yeah. Bronson, it's he was fucking 50 when he died. Yeah, he was only 50. No way. Yeah. Oh, my. I, 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 that just hit me again. I'm like, I just remember him being old. He had like the Sam Elliott mustache. <laughs> yeah. Towards the end, he looked a lot different. But, you know, not good. So this movie was directed by John Cherry, who did all the other Ernest movies, right? He was like the... Him and Jim Varney were the earnest guys, yeah. Which is incredible because the movies, I guess, were were profitable when it comes down to it. Oh, I'd right. Say like so. this was made on a budget of nine point six million dollars, and it grossed fourteen million worldwide. Yeah, it's that's the not last bad. One though, it's I mean, Disney wasn't happy with Disney. it, but last Disney one. Yeah, yeah, well, Disney wanted you to make fucking four hundred million dollars <laughs> with it. But that's not what this was. Like Ernest never was like that. You know what I mean? You're not going to go to, I like, you're not going to see Ernest stuff. Oh, and I think know, they were comparing your every, it, it, it didn't every have a hard day store. Up. Christmas stuff has a, a great buy rate, no matter what it is. Yeah. So when you have a movie like Ernest Saves Christmas, they made a ton of fucking money on it. So when this came out and it didn't do as good as that, it I think they got scared and that's when they didn't re-sign the contracts and stuff. But this movie made money like you said and i think that it it got it got swept under the rug by a lot of parents who thought it was too scary for their kids and that's that's unfortunate yeah now what was the one that came after this i think it was ernest goes ernest goes to school is it uh there's a school or is there slam dunk i think it's school now we have Ernest Saves Christmas. Well, well, first is Ernest Goes to Camp, 1987. Yeah. Ernest Saves Christmas, 1988. Jail. Yep. Ernest Goes to Jail, 1990. Scared. Oh, look. Disneyland's 35th anniversary special. He was in the TV movie. Uh, Ernest Scared Stupid, 1991. He was in the Beverly Hillbillies in 1993. Amazing. I remember that. Okay, great. so Ernest rides again in 1993. Not Straight. not great. Straight to video. Ernest goes to school. Watchable. Is it Africa then? Uh, that's late. I think that's see. one of the last Slam, ones. Nope. Slam Dunk. Ernest is 1995. People hate on that one, but I like it. I like it too. Charles Barkley. It, right? I think it's fun, man. Yeah. Yeah. He was in Roseanne uh, in 1996. Oh, dude, he was fucking Walt Evergreen. One episode of Duck Man, Private Dick, Family Man. <laughs> I gotta look that and then, up, dude. <laughs> yeah. You ever watch Duck Man? No, I've never. I don't you even know what the fuck it that? is. 
love Duckman. Oh man, it was a cartoon. It was like, it's oh like a, really? What, what would you say, like a raunchy cartoon? Yeah, Duckman. Yeah, yeah. And then Ernest Goes to Africa was 1997. Wow, is that was that late? Huh? Yeah, and that, then that, that was that was that was post Toy Story. Yes. Oh my God. And then Ernest in the Army, 1998, and then Three Ninjas. Dude, Ernest oh, yeah, on the with, Simpsons with is Cooter. Great episode. I love oh, the Ernest episode the of the Hogan Simpsons. Tie-tie. Yep. Yep, Anthony. Hulk Hogan tie-in. You're correct. Look at that. <laughs> but but I know. Well, but Scare Stupid did set like it's funny. It didn't make did, like didn't make the money it wanted to make, but it also gave Disney and other production companies like, well, there's got to be something to this kids hybrid of a horror movie meets like like kids movie. Yeah. Like Hocus Pocus. This is like written like if this, if this movie was not made, Hocus Pocus wouldn't have been came out. You, you know th- what I mean? You, you think so? Yeah. Dude, this movie, this movie, this like, they probably went. Oh, it did good. It's a good hybrid. Let's just write another like another type of story. Hocus Pocus was Disney, I think, too. Uh, it was. Yeah, yeah. So I really think like it did set up the whole world of like hybrid horror movies of the '90s for kids. You know what, man? It's geared. We're gonna talk about that yeah, in a little sorry. bit. So why don't we hit the trailer and we will get into this movie. From Touchstone Pictures, monstrous trolls have sprung to life. That's your hope you're from Keebler. And now, Ernest P. Worrell is springing into action. He'll try anything. I know Tai Chi Kung Fu Chowman. And everything. Your shoes untied. To save the day. It's showtime. Yeah. It's Ernest P. Worrell in a brand new movie. Uh, Ernest Scared Stupid. How about a bumper sandwich, booger lips? You know what I mean? Starts Friday, October 11th at a theater near you. There you go. Proof. October 11th, right? Friday, October 11th, 1991. Okay, Ernest Scared Stupid. Grizz, I think I will do the synopsis this week because I am the master of our Halloween ceremony. You need like a cool spooky name for this week. I gotta figure it out. Like Like my personal name? Well, yeah, like, you know, if you're like the master of spooky ceremonies, you need like a cool ghoulish name to go along with that, right? Call me Trogdor the Burning. Okay, <laughs> that's a good throwback. Uh, I like that. Master of Scaramone. <laughs> no way, Anthony. Get out of here. Turn that Disney Channel off, bro. That was great. Come on, that was that was pretty G. Yeah, it's joke. sort of like Get a fucking uh, rib shot for the. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of rib shots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you put? Can you put like a like an explosion there? Like like a like or wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Okay, so Ernest Scared Stupid. Ernest P. Worrell is back, and this time he unknowingly summons a troll in its army that can potentially steal all the children in town. And it's up to Ernest to get them back. Nice. The unlikely hero. God damn, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah, he's a garbage man in this one, too. Damn sanitary engineer, Mike. Give him credit. Hey, I've had I had him in my family. Okay, it's okay. Kinfolk. All right, we salute you. We salute you. We know what it's like. Yeah. We know how much it's. We're on the front lines, baby. All right. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. All right. So Ernest scared stupid. What do you think about the characters in this movie? We have our three main children that pretty much are Ernest's uh, sidekick for a majority of it. They each get picked off one by one, right? But we have 
Elizabeth, who is the little girl. We have Joey, who's the little kid with the glasses. And then we have Kenny, who's our main little kid, whose dad is the sheriff, right, of the town. 5-0. There you go. And we also have the, uh, what are the Murdoch brothers? All those bastards. The two little fucking bullies, right? I hate those Murdochs. Now, the casting of this film feels very much 1991, right? Like any movie that you're going to see that has kids in 1991, (laughs) they're going to be like this, right? They kind of fall into that stereotype of like child, like overacting child. Yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? And obviously that's the kind of movie that this is. This is not supposed to be like high art. You're not watching fucking Eraserhead like wow. at some theater at midnight in the early fucking. No, this 80s is made for shit. kids. Obviously, it has that Disney touch to it. If you would say, yeah, yeah. I mean, do do I think this is made for like, you know, like an eight year old? Probably not. I would say that this is maybe like ten to thirteen. What, what do they call that? Like a tween. There you go. That's a nice term. Right. And and obviously we watch it because of nostalgia, right? It's the same reason why you're going to watch movies like Hocus Pocus and uh, Halloween Town is another one. Under Wraps. Shit like that. You know what I mean? I've been tweeting Disney Plus. Where's my Under Wraps? (laughs) Is that out there yet? Don't think I forgot. I I remember you talking about that like a year ago. (laughs) Awesome. But. It's funny, even though it's a kid's movie, there's a lot of good frame rate movement in this movie. They do a lot of cool, like, like a lot of it's shot in a higher frame rate. Well, remember that this is uh, yeah, like, this is like a movie that was released in theaters. This yeah. wasn't straight to video. But, but I'm saying is that, like, usually the frame rate it's filmed right now, it's used for, like, high intense action into, like, and if you want to slow it down, you could do slow-mo. So right now, it's not shot in, like... 23 24 anything it's shot like in 60 or over so like if you could see you could see every little movement and that's like a cool technique i think it makes it a little jarring because it, it's supposed to be you know it's for kids it, it kind of it's like kind of a workaround to be like scarier because there's like a lot of fast pace yeah, yeah. that's yeah. cool it's, it's like a technical that thing that i didn't think about that's that's cool to know yeah it's, yeah i did not know that you, but you notice it in some scenes not all scenes overall some. i think the casting of this movie is great I really don't even care who is in the movie as long as Jim Varney is playing Ernest, right? That's uh, that's a, that's the mainstay. That's what you're coming for in these movies. Uh, another two I characters guess, man. that I, I hold on, man. Like I gotta argue with that for a second. Why? Like th- I think that the kids make a huge difference in in all of the the Ernest movies, and I think this is probably like the second best cast like the the one the kids from the Ernest or that girl I guess from like the uh the Ernest Saves Christmas like she sucked I didn't really care for that cast that much but Ernest uh goes to camp is the best cast of kids ever in a fucking movie <laughs> you love that shit dude man? the punks that? in that movie those little fucking rapscallions are the best yeah. goddamn kid actors I love that movie so much and those are the best kid actors of all times you, you want to know what the best two characters besides Ernest are? Tommy and Bobby Tulip. Oh, dude, 100%. Two, but yeah. I like that they're mainstays in the series. They're like in other, you know, they're in other movies. They're in, I think they're even in the commercials. But it's got to be right? the OG. Like, or at least the TV. The OG uh, Tom, though, because this isn't the real guy in this one. This one? 
This is like uh, the why, replacement you know, Tom. Do you know why it's a different one? I don't know why. I never looked that up. I I have no idea. Oh, I thought you were going to drop some knowledge. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I don't know. I don't know. We did good prep work this week. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. But I know, like, because, well, like, the like other a- three, it was the other two guys, and they're, they're that duo, and they're, like, comedy timing together. It's, it's unreplaceable with this other guy. Why do you guys think movies from, I would say, the late 80s into the early 90s that were made for children had more of an edge to them. Right. You had movies like the monster squad in 87. I think that was, that was supposed to be a kid's movie. That's, you know, what it was marketed as. I remember renting that a ton as a kid, little something I always watched the same way. Yeah. Stuff like that. Uh, The gate even. Oh yeah. The gate is marketed. I think the gates marketed for kids. Yeah, it's PG thirteen, right? It's not R. Right? Is the gate PG thirteen? I don't think the gates are. This, but there's a lot of movies like that. And why do you think that stopped becoming a thing? While the mainstream movies are getting more and more violent, you know what I mean? Like they're showing more and more yeah. now. When you go see something, there's no, they're not cutting away. You see the guy's head get fucking blown off. But for some reason, like the kids' movies got really really watered that's down. a really yeah. interesting takeaway that i've never really put you know into thought before is how like there's been a shift in what seems to be appropriate for you know adult consumption but then like this dumbing down and protecting of like what the children are seeing and it's like i think we just we were more of a product of an open time period when you know People looked as kids as like, you know, yeah, not as like we have to shelter them from every harmful thing in the world. I think that's a big thing that happened in the 90s is like the yeah the uh, the helicopter parenting took over and, you know, protecting everybody from everything. Whereas you could just be a kid in the fucking 80s and it, it was meant to be if, if it scared you good. haha That's funny. We scared yeah. you as a yeah, kid. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what it was meant for. Yep. yep. Your parents were fucking doing the Crypt Keeper laugh. Yeah, like it's, yeah. Oh, and, the, and exactly. you're screaming, and they're, they're laughing with each other. Like, you know, I used to have nightmares of the fucking Crypt Keeper walking up the stairs in my old house into my room because yeah. my mom would do the laugh. Oh, dude, it was a and weekly be like, thing where my dad would scare the shit out of yeah. me every chance that he got. <laughs> it's a strange thing now because it, it's funny because like nowadays, like there's like this weird divide with like groups of people where it's like. Oh, this is like a horror theme. Like Adam Sandler's got those like Hotel Transylvania movies oh, so bad. that are like, dude, they're bad, but dude, they make billions. Like it makes crazy money. Yeah. But then like you get a show like Stranger Things that they go like, there's kids in it, but it's not a kid show. And then there's giant kid fan bases. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that show does well because it gets the 80s crowd, the horror movie crowd. Kids watch it because there's like young, like you know, there's now they are now no longer kids, they're teens. So it's like it's like I'm more confused than ever, like what's okay for kids and what's not. And I feel like in this generation, it's more like no, this is a kids horror movie. Now, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna propose another thing right now. So you were talking about the '90s helicopter parents, right? Now, the people that are having kids now would be people that are around our age group. And I feel like the people that are having kids now that are in our age bracket that grew up on the stuff we grew up on 
are now letting their kids watch the same stuff that we watch. Yeah, I don't have a kid. You know what I mean? I did, Where you damn right he'd be watching yeah. this every Halloween. But I, I see people all the time, like on you know people that follow us on Instagram, where they're you know with their kids watching like the monster squad or they're watching silver bullet or something like that like all movies that we watched as kids where i feel like there's like that gap where it's like oh you can't watch that you can't oh no 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 where it's like you see the greatest comedy ever made Scarface. <laughs> Dude, I love that movie. I don't give a fuck. No, there's something can, that's yeah. important about Sick. scaring your kid, man. Like it's it's not about yeah. like traumatizing them or you know doing something over the fucking top. But like, I took so much away from watching these movies when I was a kid and having a genuine fear of what I was seeing. It it, it was an excitement. It was something new and different. Yeah. That I take appreciation from now. Like I, I can't imagine being having my childhood watered down to the point where nothing was scared me, nothing was provocative. Yeah. Like that sucks, dude. So when I was a kid, I don't remember exactly how old I was, but it I was uh let's see. The PlayStation 2 would have been out. But I got a TV for my bedroom and my parents gave me like a cable line to my bedroom. You know what I mean? And I saw the 19, the remake of Night of the Living Dead on TV. Scared the shit out of me. Scared the shit out of me. But you know what? Like then you would watch something else and be like, oh, like how far can I get? You know what I mean? Like how much can Uh, I take before I have (laughs) to change the channel? Being genuinely terrified in your room alone. Things that you can never, you can never recreate that now after the years of like all the freaking depraved shit we've watched, all the real stuff we've watched on the internet. Like it's, it's just unattainable. That like terror of a movie for uh, (laughs) us. Well, no, it's so, no, it's so crazy. When I got a cable line to my room, the movie channel was like the one that was showing a lot of horror movies. Yeah. And I remember like seeing like staying up late with friends watching horror movies and a movie that really like messed me up, not because it scared me, because it mixed like horror and comedy in such a unique way was America Werewolf in London. Yeah. I remember watching that movie being like, this movie is terrifying. And then he like takes the balloons to hide his like crotch. Uh-huh. And I'm like, why am I like, is this a comedy? I don't know. Fuck. It's like, like a, there's dark comedy. Uh, yeah. And it's, it, you know? and then like, I'm thinking, oh, it's like, it, it's, I, I remember it like that, that scared me more. Well, that's that even what, the, that's more. even what this movie is. Yeah. Ernest Scared Stupid is a dark comedy. Oh, 100%. I mean, when you look at the premise, the kids are being stolen by a troll. And having like their essence or soul absorbed into him and turn they're turned into wooden dolls. And like Eartha Kitt's fucking whole family yeah. was turned into wooden <laughs> dolls. And she's like been living this like tortured existence like since the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, by the way, Eartha Kitt's in this movie. Yeah, awesome. Uh, and she then, knew I was up. she knew I was up. And oh, yeah. also, dude, this is a resurgence for her. After this, she follows this up with Boomerang. Damn. Which is a great movie. Love Boomerang. <laughs> But I really feel like this is like a lost art of making that like slightly scarier than a kid's film movie. Yeah. Right. Like where even as an adult, you can watch it and you're entertained. And I feel like this is actually one of the better ones. It is. I mean, obviously you have Monster Squad, right? You have Silver Bullet. Even things like Ghostbusters, I guess you can call that. Yeah. Ghostbusters, I think, is in this realm for sure. 
but I feel like this one is like the underdog. It is. That like this is not like a major I'm sure this didn't have a crazy fucking culty. Um, you know, promotional uh explosion and they threw all money at it. It was a fucking earnest movie. Yeah, I mean they you know they, I mean? they begged, stole and borrowed to make this movie. So it, it's not like, you know, comparing it to some of those things is tough and this holds its own. So to tell you the truth, I didn't even know this was released in theaters. I, didn't know I, I never knew that of this as a like a movie theater movie. I would have I've loved only it. seen oh, this. Man. I've only seen this uh, on tape, and I used to rent it all the time as a kid. No matter what time of year, I remember distinctly renting it, like in the middle of the summer, and then going in a fucking pool in my backyard <laughs> after watching it. Like, obsessed with this movie, dude. If I was going into the video store, I was coming out with a fucking Ernest movie and a Coliseum home video, like clockwork. Now, it didn't matter. I was always coming out with one of those things. Get fucking WrestleFest '91. <laughs> uh, I think I actually I have that up there. I think I may have bought that from you. Yeah, there it is. WrestleFest '91. Uh, I think it had the uh, it has the letter opener. I have it over there. The Coliseum Video letter oh, opener. Oh yeah, they're like brand new, right? So now that I know that this was released in theaters, all bad taste video listeners, please listen up and listen good. If you have access to a 35 millimeter print of this fucking movie, please get in contact with immediately. Me. Yeah, for real, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, thank you, thank you for that public service uh, announcement. I had a quick question: Would you cater- would, would would ET fall? You know, it's more sci-fi. Oh, I, interesting. I that movie gets intense. That movie I gets intense. I don't man. feel like ET though was ever marketed as a horror film. No, no, it wasn't. That. It was mark. It was marketed as like a kid's. That movie yeah, scared me that, more than this as a kid, though. That's for damn sure. Well, like, well, like Mac and Me. Like, that's not yeah. a horror movie. Like Purple Maybe People Eater. Like, that's not a fucking horror movie. What's the one with the Harry and Hendersons? Definitely not a horror movie. <laughs> I love that movie though. Had parents had one of those station yeah. wagons growing up. Yeah. Um, what's the one? That has like, it almost looks like a Chuck E. Cheese looking guy. Are you talking about the what? With the, He's they, got a leather jacket on. They made it because Munchies? of the doll. Mun- is that Munchies? I think it's Munchies. Is it Munchies? Is the one with the leather jacket. That's Munchies. On. That's Munchies. Munchies a leather jacket one. And there's one with the guy from Deal or No Deal. That um, it was made because the doll was really successful. My monster, my little monster. Oh, my pet monster. Uh, my pet monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but Munchies is a good pull, man. I love Munchies. He loved pizza. Remember that? <laughs> I love pizza, too. I love pizza. Hey, is the Garbage Pail Kids movie a horror movie? It's, it's hard to watch. It's like That's like the Toxic <laughs> Avenger. Like, yeah. is that a, like... <laughs> but the reason why I pull E.T., because E.T. was marketed as a kid's movie, and there's a lot of intense scenes in that movie that are... Soup. It goes from being kids to, like, sci-fi to uh, hypodrama. Like that, like. Did they get a lot of? I don't know the history a lot about ET, but they get a lot of blowback from parents about that. They did. They well, they. I think they did. But what? I think for like the part where they go and get ET and everything, I think that's that was like a very like traumatic thing. Traumatized me. That's for damn sure. Yeah, (laughs) I reference that shit all the time. I feel like I reference that all the time. So horrifying, dude. The first time I I broke my arm in like '92 and I had to get like a surgery done. And I remember waking up in the hospital 
and the first thing I thought about was like Elliot in the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Like, am I gonna fucking die? Like, I remember waking up with all the things on me. I'm like, what did Elliot do? He would start ripping these things off. There was a period in. Uh... How many years ago would that be where you had that outfit that looked like Elliot? Like you, you were. Oh, my red hoodie. My, my Assidy's Burn red hoodie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. A six foot tall Elliot walking around. <laughs> yes. That was great. Put Jerry in the basket but, and go fucking ride but, your bike. But side note, if you want if you want to see something crazy, see, I always forget the actor's name, but he was also in Psycho 4, the kid that played Elliot. He, his audition's on YouTube. And if you want to see like the crazy, it, just go watch it. It, it is so cool that this child could just act like that i'll check it out it's i'll check really it cool. out i'm always down for a little extra et action right <laughs> love et glowing finger action first vhs i ever owned was easy so how did you guys first see this did you just rent it on accident did you see it on tv <laughs> did you hear it did you did you hear about it somewhere did you see it at a friend's house i have a great story how i saw this movie the first time Please, Anthony. My dad, uh, one of the first well, a family car we bought in like 92, um, they were running a promotion with, um, if you like, if you had like your kids, like if you bought the car, uh -huh. you, you got like, uh, you got the tape, got the VHS. Wow. That's awesome. I think I got it with a Pizza Hut gift card. There you go. Pizza Hut gift card. This thing yeah. goes hand in hand with fucking Pizza Hut. And that's I can smell the Pizza Hut on the even while pizza. I watch this. Hell yeah. Being a kid, getting it at a car dealership in the head of it. Oh, if I'm getting this at a dealership, there's no way this was in theaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but it was. I got at a car dealership. Look at that. Right, my dad. Grizz, what about you, man? How'd you first see this? Uh, so my dad is obsessed with Ernest. Um, like the three things that he loves most in life are the three stooges, uh, Cheech and Chong and Ernest. That's like my dad's comedy in a nutshell. And that's it's sick. totally wore that's off awesome. on me because that's like the three things that we watched constantly growing up. So this is just one of those things where it's like Ernest goes to camp, uh, you know, all the other ones, we, we constantly watched them. There wasn't a Halloween that went by that we didn't watch. I mean, up until the point where I was like still living at the house when I was like 17, we were still watching this every Halloween. Yeah, I, uh, I have actually no clue how I first saw this movie. I just always remember it being in my like repertoire of yeah. watching things. Uh, I didn't own it as a kid. I didn't. I, we always rented it. It was something that we. Oh, I didn't. You know, back then you didn't really own many fucking so expensive. Tapes. I had so many. Yeah, it I was so many. It was well, those were all home recorded ones that your dad would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you talking about VHS? Oh, like, oh, like in like. Oh in, yeah. When you know, in the early '90s, when you were a little kid, you yeah. don't have your own money. You're not buying a fucking seventy dollar VHS tape. Damn. But. Damn. Uh, this movie was just always in like that rotation of Halloween movies or just like, oh, like what a, you know, you get to rent one movie. What do you want to rent? You can't decide. It's like, ah, Ernest Scared Stupid. Like this movie, I could recite this fucking without even watching it. Like this shit is fucking awesome. Oh, I didn't even have to watch it this uh, week if I didn't want to, but I definitely, I watched it over and over again because yeah. I've seen it a million yeah. times. So what do you think about the troll legend in this one? I think they did a really good job in fabricating this whole mythology yes. and this lore. And like Ernest movies aren't exactly uh, heavy on the backstory. You know what I mean? It's very hit or miss. Yeah. Sometimes you don't even get backstory. You just, just get dropped into a situation. But I feel like they do a really good job with the whole like intro setup where they show uh, Ernest, like great great grandfather, who I right or great 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 grandfather. Yeah, whatever it is, however many greats. Yeah, 
you know, putting the troll under the tree and the roots and uh, the spell being put on Ernest's family where they get dumber over the years, oh, right? And Jim Varney in that outfit is so funny. He looks great with the white hair and doing the whole, like, uh, you know, yeah. colonial, you know, uh, preacher thing. It's all serious. It's awesome. Yeah, like, he's he doesn't sound like Ernest. He's doing, like, the, and he <laughs> shall be down there until further. But you know what's so weird about, like, the, like Ernest is that like I feel like nowadays like even though like these movies made millions of dollars like well like the first batch did, yeah and it's like it's still like he gets categorized as like a cult character you know what I mean but like he was like a, a these movie, like, movies big deal. pictures yeah. was not big deal. Yeah. yeah it was not like some small, nobody small thing yeah and this was distributed by Disney yeah, yeah. It, it's just so crazy because nowadays I feel like someone brings up Ernest like oh deep pull like what do you mean a deep pull dude Ernest everybody knows big. Ernest it's like Alf yeah. it's yeah, like yo he, you mentioned Alf it's like oh throwback it's yeah. like everybody knows who fucking Alf is try to describe to your kids like okay like we watched Ernest you watched a guy grown yeah. man that you thought was 50 that was actually his late 30s <laughs> doing, being uh, just living a crazy day dude <laughs> think about it like if you if you go to anybody that's probably within the age range of 28 to like 40 i would say and you mm-hmm. said earnest the first thing they would say is like oh like fucking Ernest goes to jail or Ernest scared stupid or Ernest saves Christmas or you know what I mean you're like even up that age jail. to like 70 or 80 dude everybody who's older than like you know like you said 25 28 is gonna know who Ernest is he was a pop culture icon in the late 80s and 90s yeah. he was everywhere like he said you got the fucking tape when you bought a car at a dealership so yeah. Jesus Christ but yeah, the the Trantor legend is like he was put under this tree and the only way for him to be released from this prison of the earth is if a warl or a descendant of his great 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 grandfather, you know, knocks on the tree and says like the shit which we'll get into later cuz it's part of the the meat grinder this week. <laughs> uh you know, it's it's pretty cool. And then, like, it shows how when the troll finally is released, it has, like, these Brussels sprout-looking uh, eggs growing, right, from the tree. And these turn into more trolls, which are actually killer clowns from outer space <laughs> redressed, right? Yeah, it's repainted. That's now, all. Everybody, knows, everybody knows that shit. But, like, if you look, it makes it, it's fun to watch and try to pick out, like, oh, that one, that one was, oh, that yeah. one was, that one was. And they also, according to IMDb, reused the pizza props yep. from uh, T- Teenage, T- yeah, Teenage two. Mutant Ninja Turtles Two: yeah. Secret of the Ooze. God, you I like that those, movie? I love those oh, movies. I, I think me and Jerry, who was the guest a couple weeks ago, t- talk about how that and the Adams family have two of the best, like uh-huh. op- that those the VHS opening? the opening, like it's on YouTube. Like the it's like Burger King, Suburban Commando. It's it's such Hulk a Hogan, baby. It, it's Brother. such a great opening. Oh, that VHS is it's like I, that's ultimate VHS for me. I think I found Jerry one not too long ago. He's like, Yo man, can you find me the one of these? Label. And I was like, Yeah, dude, I got him one. Came out this so year, yeah, the best one, Suburban Commando. I I enjoy that movie. That I'm not gonna lie. I enjoy most of Hulk Hogan's acting career. Oh, you like the nanny? I do. 
I like Thunder the nanny more than No Holes Barred. Good. Yeah, oh, no. nanny was the, no, I agree. I don't like oh, No Holes Barred. Man. I don't think it's that good. No Holes Barred's not that great. You don't like Zeus, man? I don't Zeus. care for oh, it. God. Oh, I do, but no, Suburban Commando was good. I like 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 for what it was, it was better. It was better than No Holes Barred. So I like what they do with the troll in this movie, where eventually he turns into like the super shredder of trolls. Where he transforms one more time into like an even more final powerful form. like yeah he's like shoot there's fire now he could summon fire and all this shit I really really like the way that they make all these trolls look yeah how they act I like the things that they like they're actually pretty malicious yeah, you see trolls them trolls being trolls you see them doing fucked up shit to people right I like when the one troll like eats the shotgun shells or the bullets and like the other one's hitting them in the head with the bat or the the plank oh great he's shooting them fucking awesome but I, I think what do you guys probably think, what like, takes it over the top for some parents is how trolly they really are because they're fucking gross looking like the main uh, you know Trantor is covered in boogers and shit and he's just nasty as fuck man he's got two dicks for a nose yeah, right it looks like he's fucking schlongers right? hanging got, off like, his face yeah look look ready watch watch when he look there it is look oh man I mean the only thing that that keeps this as a kids movie completely is rim shot oh yeah <laughs> and i Grounds enjoy watching it. him i enjoy watching him drive the truck too that's yes. really good um i really find it interesting though that this movie is you know like you said still considered a cult movie like released in theaters touchstone pictures released you know with disney and everything it's really not a cult film right yeah it's not like, cause people watch this. I mean, I'm not gonna say like the fucking uh, Charlie Brown Halloween fucking shit, but I would say people watch this the same as maybe Hocus Pocus, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, but no, it's funny. I, I feel like Hocus Pocus is like now. It's like now become a cult film. Like I feel for like a while. Like no. Well, one that was, was another past movie. Five that, years. It's being very, very. Well, cult-y. that was another movie that wasn't successful. I think upon oh, release, I, I, right? And then like it gathered momentum over the years of people watching it, and telling other people about it, and eventually it became this cult classic. It's, that well, it is yet again. It's not really a cult film anymore. That's a mainstream thing because Disney World has that shit all over the parade now yeah, and like it's a, this year it's, it's a main it's a mainstream thing carvel ice cream has the hocus pocus flavor yeah and the sequel is greenlit finally there you go and i'll it, watch it i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna see the movie the, i, I i'll that never a fun movie i'll never lie to you people all right i watch everything that i i don't care if i like a movie i like a movie yeah. i'm not gonna lie so i'm gonna watch it if you have a the first spooky one, girlfriend very watchable. in 2020, you're watching Hocus Pocus, you bet your ass. <laughs> hey, better than Nightmare Before Christmas, all right? Oh, my Jeez, God. I can't I take can't watching that. Can't do it. Sorry, guys. Sorry to disappoint I, everybody. I, I will. I, You know, it's funny. That, that's a great argument. Like, what's more re- rewatchable at when you're older? Nightmare Before Christmas or Hocus Pocus? Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Fuck yeah. You can just put it on. You can yeah. put it on and fall asleep. Yeah. You know I what agree. I mean? I agree. So it is time to name your cat Binks. Hell yeah, the meat grinder. <laughs> the meat grinder. Now, Chris and I were speaking, and this may be the first, maybe the first earnest 
like song about this movie. <laughs> I can't right? think of another one. I have to do some research, but this might be uh, an original idea. Yeah. So this is a, a song about our hero, Ernest P. Worrell, right? I am uh, excited to show this to the world. But like I said before, this is how Ernest brings back Trantor. Trantor. Trantor the troll. Trantor the terrible troll. Triple T. Trantor the terrible two foot tall troll. It's too many T's. <laughs> too many T's. Okay, here we go. Yay, I call thee forth, Trantor. Yeah, so that's my Ernest song, right? My tribute to Jim Varney. Dude, you totally fucking <laughs> stole that riff from John Denver, 1981. Don't lie. I heard it. I wish. I love John Denver, <laughs> that's man. That's so I could hear it. I knew it. <laughs> John Denver was full of shit. Yeah, John Denver, double tapping, right? <laughs> that one? I, I took the solo out because I thought Grizz was going to make fun of me. So I was like, you know what? I guess I'll just take it out to make this guy happy. I don't want to. I don't want to fucking show off. Yeah, it's too much. You know, but uh, I could shred a little bit. <laughs> you know? Shred, shredder we? The sh- yeah. master shredder. shredder. Yeah, you can call me master yeah. shredder. You can call me super shredder, <laughs> yeah. bro. Oh, no, that's Kevin Nash. It's, yeah, it's right, brother. Don't get that. Don't get that. Uh, get that twisted, bro. Another turtles reference with a wrestler in it. 
There, there you, you go. go. Also, Superman came out of Undertaker and Terry Funk. There, there you go. go. Terry Funk, best heel actor, uh, Roadhouse. Terry Funk. Terry Funk was all over. Best movies. human being all over, ever. man. I love Terry Funk. Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that might have been the best Terry Funk impression I've good, ever done. Yeah. No, oh, okay, I'm about to say after you got here, Mo- John Moxley's. Oh, why he's got a good one he's got a great impression of like everybody that's awesome so what do you guys think do you think this stacks up against the uh i guess uh, the premise of all the other Ernest films do you think it's as strong as like you know saves christmas and uh goes to camp all that all the classics do you think this holds it's up it's better than camp or i mean not camp it's better than goes to jail I- um, I think Goes to Jail is the weakest out of uh, the three in my or the four really? in my opinion. I agree one hundred percent. I one hundred percent agree with him. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah. I think it goes. I, camp, I think Christmas, uh, scared stupid, scared. and then jail. I agree. All right, so I'm gonna say it goes scared stupid, jail, Christmas, camp. You put camp That's last. Shut I your like those other ones mouth. more, <laughs> dude. Are you fucking kidding me? How is fucking popping in? Popping in, Ernest fucking saves Christmas, like uh, like December fucking like twentieth. You're watching that shit, right? It's cold as fuck because you live in New York. I mean, fucking damn. Uh, maybe I'm biased because it's scared like, stupid. Camp is scared like stupid. You're watching it. The first one to me, but man, I can't. I, those kids what, in camp are so fucking good, dude. Those delinquents are I just agree. awesome. There's just yeah, eggs but, erroneous, man. Uh, How could you say camp is last? But Ernest playing like the bad Ernest in Goes to Jail is awesome. Yeah, that's true. I do that love that. Is, that. That that act that character is, is so good. And then like the other dude that's like the that was the boxer. That's like you know the big bad guy yeah. that's with him. Like that dude's awesome. Uh, Did I, you say I like, this was number one for you? Scared stupid. This is scared stupid is number and one. And then Christmas. Uh, scared stupid. Uh, scared, stupid, jail, Christmas, oh, wow. and then camp. A Christmas yeah. one's so good too, man. I, I just I love that whole like horror movie that's going on in the Christmas thing that the guy is like rejecting the yeah. making and everything. It's such a good premise of that movie. Now, premises, sorry, of that movie. No, no, you're good. You're right. right. The first oh, time. I fucked it up. Again. Yeah, premise. <laughs> you had it. You had it. I'm too self conscious of it. <laughs> it's cool. I'll just edit it out. <laughs> coffin um i actually really like slam dunk Ernest. also it is good yeah i think that I, one's I can't. people hate on that but you know what it, it's pretty good i, I enjoy think those it's ones funny. get rough you think so i think the straight tip ones get rough i think at that point i enjoy him and like in other like i need like i think i enjoyed i, I enjoyed seeing Ernest in other projects be like oh that's fucking Ernest. yeah you know what i mean like he exists I spent a while. Man, he's oh, his name's not Ernest. Yeah, I thought he was a guy. I thought that was really him. I thought it was him. I thought he was. Imagine having a talk show. <laughs> what would you guys think? Because like the, the the what the rumor mill would say is that the original uh, script for this movie was not this whole troll thing, but it was Ernest yeah. inheriting a, a haunted house from his family, and him like dealing with like the haunted mansion and stuff. And I would fucking love to see that played out as well i wouldn't want this one not that, to exist yeah. but i would love there to be another one where that is actually the storyline 
You know what would have been great is if they did this movie and it was like it made a little bit more money and Disney was like, what can we do next Halloween? And yes. they just do a TV movie. A well, TV movie of that. I also, apparently, originally, um, this is another thing that was on IMDb. I don't know if it's real or not, obviously, because you can put anything on the internet. It doesn't make it fact. The troll, the Trantor troll was originally supposed to like go feed his like baby trolls with dead bodies from the cemetery. Yeah, like they're just supposed to dig up the kids from, from the cemetery. cemetery. <laughs> that would have been I would have loved wild. it, dude. I would have made this movie yeah. uh, the perfect yeah. movie in my opinion. <laughs> but unfortunately, there are no cemeteries in Ernest Scared Stupid, only on the box art. The one thing, though, about this movie is that it was filmed in where? Nashville, right? It was filmed in Tennessee. Outside outside Nashville, yeah. The sets and the locations for the filming are excellent. Oh, they're great. The the woods where like they filmed in that park looks great, right? The town itself looks great. It looks believable. It's fucking awesome. Now imagine Ernest running around with a bunch of like dead bodies from the graveyard trying to put them back in the graves after he Oh my god, like the head's falling off. Oh, dude, he's fumbling by Yeah, (laughs) slinky dog doing it. Rimshot's got a fucking arm in its mouth running behind. (laughs) Yeah. Put it down. But this this movie, like, even as is is already pretty heavy for a kid. It is. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, when the trolls start coming out of the ground, they're pretty scary, right? They're, like, disgusting. They're all, like, gross. They're, like, oozing shit. And the trolls do... Look at this one. It looks like a fucking McDonald's <laughs> thing. But that is yeah. one, that's one of the... Uh, that's one of the killer clowns. Mm-hmm. Um, but the trolls really do, like, end up doing fucked up shit also. It's true. They're literally stealing children and like putting them in this fucking cursed tree. But one scene in this movie that I'll always remember is the one that's currently on TV right now when they go into the convenience store and uh, ransack the place for all the with milk. The bikes, dude. I've because, always wanted to do that shit. Yeah, and the one kid dressed like he's from fucking Karate Kid <laughs> with the yeah. skeleton costume yeah. on. <laughs> but one thing. I have to say is that the milk idea is actually really good. I like it that that's like this the stupid thing is what ends up like killing the trolls until Trantor transforms into Mega Trantor, yeah. right? Dude, the whole meat they go scene in and they hilarious too, where he doesn't understand that it's actually milk and he finds that shit yeah. in the store. Meow. <laughs> oh, it's great, but. It's really cool how, like, they're putting the milk in the fucking water guns, right? They're using uh, all sorts of things, like a drone they have. They predicted drones, like a home drone yeah. in this, right? Head they're dropping the it on the things. They're fucking dropping, like, all sorts of shit. They got that pizza cannon, bro. Damn. Oh, I want a pizza I love cannon. Pizza cannon. Please, shoot that. Shoot that at how me. Right in my fucking Please, face. I'll take, the, <laughs> I'll take the hit right in my fucking face. Yeah. <laughs> But even the ending of this movie, where the whole, the culmination of everything, where the trolls are fighting the townsfolk, it's really pretty fucking crazy, right? For a kid's film, it's not like something that you would see where they're just like falling over. Yeah. Like people are getting fucked up, right? They're torturing people. People tied up and stuff. Oh, that this like scene here where it's like the trolls just wreaking havoc on all the parents and shit. I loved it, dude. As a kid, I I I found so much enjoyment out of it. 
I think that this movie should like if if they actually put like a violent murder in this movie. Oh, yes. <laughs> now imagine like you you actually made Ernest scared stupid but as like an adult film. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a straight horror I love film. That like concept. Killer Clowns from Outer Space meets like what's like a ghoulies or something like that. You know what I mean? Like this movie is is fucking awesome. Yeah. Damn. This could have easily have that uh, that ghoulies appeal to it if it went in that sensibility of being a little bit more horror and like gory because it has a very similar comedy feel to ghoulies and like the whole you know these trolls are goofy and shit just like the ghoulies were well it's like a dark comedy this movie it is right the kids are getting stolen and everything but it's still funny I mean shit even Rimshot gets fucking stolen oh dude mate, when I was a kid I would cry so hard man that's the saddest shit and then the end he's like there's nothing in that tree for me oh and then fucking like, dude oh my don't God, you're gonna make Jim me cry now <laughs> Jim Varney no Jim Varney no Jim Varney no don't do it 1991 was a very interesting time for horror movies man alright well, especially when this came out in the theaters, I mean, you were the, the two other horror movies in theaters at the time. I guess you would say horror movies if you would consider this that would be Child's Play three and Freddy's Dead. So, I mean, for what it had for competition, I mean, Freddy's Dead we've talked about before. We weren't over the moon about it. I would rather watch this than Freddy's Dead, but I would probably oh, watch sure. Child's Play three before I watch this. Child's Play three has a lot of funny. Lines, I love man. Child's Play three. Well, it's great. Well, even like another movie that's pretty tame that came out around this time was Popcorn. Oh, yeah. It was a 91, right? wasn't it? Yeah. Like an, that's an Alan Ormsby movie, which it's way different than uh, Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things. But uh, it's definitely not as entertaining as this. Yeah. Oh, right. No. Because because this even has a different feeling than, say, something like Are You Afraid of the Dark does. You know, like this is almost like if you took goosebumps, but like took it a little further. Yeah, it was funnier. If, you know what I goosebumps mean? Goosebumps was funnier. Well, I mean, even just like the content, if you pushed it like yeah to eleven. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's still goofy. There's you could still obviously tell that they were targeting children, but like some of it is pretty fucking scary. Well, if you took the Jim yeah. Varney aspect out of this movie, he is really the comic relief, which takes a lot of the really over-the-top horror aspects of this movie and gives them that softness for children. Because like you said, like the revealing of those trolls and the way they look, it's very unsettling. So they have him doing these like, you know, face gags and shit the whole time and when they're all happening to try to soften that down a little bit. If he wasn't in it, you could easily just have like taken the same props, same movie, and just turned it up to eleven. Yeah, the special effects in this movie are pretty interesting. Like the trolls, they don't move that much, but they cover them in so much like gross shit that it, you don't even think about it. Oh yeah, they're right. Just You're nasty. so focused on the slime and yeah. like the spit and all that goo. Like that's what you're looking at, right? And then when they actually die from the milk. They kind of do the same thing from Killer Clowns, right? That like, and they just disappear. <laughs> yeah. That like fucking effect. But, oh, here we go. Look, the guy's spitting the fucking, the bullets back at the cop. Right. <laughs> uh, 
but the special effects in this movie are actually pretty decent. Yeah, they're really good. Right? It's not the worst that we've seen. Uh, it didn't have a huge budget, but they actually look pretty good for a 1991 film. Yeah, dude, like Trantor's a, got sort a of fucking kids movie. Uh, mechanical head. That definitely probably cost a bit of money to make, and it looks great. The the facial features that it's able to make and everything. I agree. It's pretty uh, It's pretty advanced. And the guy's walking around and fighting with Ernest, and then they're making out. So. <laughs> that part grosses me out so hard. Pardon the interruption, but it is time to pick the winner of the Bad Taste Video Halloween giveaway. Anthony is fucking amped up right now. <laughs> we need like a, he is fucking some like pumped up music right. happening behind this to uh, express the emotion that we're all feeling right now about the giveaway. We're gonna I, I we're gonna play myself. the we're gonna play the Ernest uh, theme song. For a scared stupid during this. How about <laughs> right, that? I like it. I'm going to say That's that good. in Papa's circumstance. One of the <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So here's the deal. I took, I found every post I could find that followed the directions. And I wrote every name down, put it on a piece of paper, cut them up into little pieces. The work. Folded them. All right. I'm shaking so- a hoodie. I'm shaking a hat right now a beanie i folded them into little pieces i fucking put them in this hat it took fucking forever it took far more time than i thought it <laughs> that's would. a lot of entries dude i was surprised but yep you guys came out full force thank you so much thank for you. for supporting us we're gonna do more stuff we'll probably do one maybe thanksgiving yeah maybe we'll do a thanksgiving one i like the idea of getting people involved more though where Maybe we'll have to make them do something this time. Yeah, I like that. You know what I mean? But we have some new merch coming, so we're going to make everything worth your while, right? So for this giveaway, we will be picking two people out of this hat. We have the first person that we pick will be the second place winner. Okay? You will get second prize. Now, here's the thing. We can't tell you what second prize is right now. We will not have second prize for you. I can I can literally not give you a date right now, but it will be as soon as possible. But you will be in a very exclusive club yeah, to have gonna this be item. Sweet. I can promise you. It's worth the yeah. wait. Now, the second name that we pick will be our grand prize winner. You are winning a ton of tapes from us. We got some other stuff that we're going to throw in. Don't feel bad that you're not getting the super secret uh, Bad Taste Video Club uh, stuff. Uh, Everyone will second have place, Yeah, you will eventually be able to get that. But, you know, I don't want to spoil that. But Those tapes we're right, giving so away the first are, place, are worth much, much more than the yeah, Bad you Taste are getting, second uh, you are getting a You are getting a few hundred dollars in VHS yeah, tapes easily. from <laughs> us to you. Yeah, easily. <laughs> All right, so please be appreciative. Okay, so Anthony, pick a name out of this hat, right? You see it's I'm sorry, it's filled. It's not live if I misspell it. No, <laughs> no you're not going to. I don't want you to open it. I just want you to pick it out and give it to me, okay? I'm going under. I'm going under. Okay, so From the under. trick is you hold one, and then you drop it and you grab the next one. There you go. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Okay. Okay, 
Ask her Instagram. Okay. So our second place winner will be Sweet Nightmares. Sweet Nightmares. I promise you it is going to so, be worth the wait and you are going to be part of a very exclusive club. Yes. Right. Yes. So Some may call it an invisible club. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> it's invisible. But uh, yeah, you, you will enjoy that prize. Okay. So uh, now Anthony Okay, a lot of pressure here, guys. Okay, I'm shaking, a little shaking there. Here we go. Okay, oh, I got this a big one. I grabbed this one. It's a big one. Huh? Yeah. Ran out of paper. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Big day. Okay, the moment of truth. Who will win? First of all, I want to say I'm so. I hope everybody knows that that movie, Red Flag Down is extremely hard to come by. You will not find many people with that movie. Nope. And Grizz graciously is giving his to one of you for, a, you know, thank you for helping us throughout wow. these couple years of podcasting, right? Grizz, how many episodes have you done? Oh, um, we're going on a year. We're going, be a, going on a year with me in December. The first week of December will be my one year anniversary of since you Damn. guys have had to put up with my shit wow. on the show. Damn. Okay, so... The winner of the Bad Taste Video Halloween Giveaway, Grindhouse Seller. All right, my man. Let me look up this dude's Why page real quick. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, let's pull see up him. his page. This dude has got a bunch is of cool a, is shit. Is he a true He's believer? A cool is he a true believer? Like. True believer? Yeah, this dude looks legit. He's going to enjoy these tapes, I think. What's the first tape on his feed that you say? First tape. Oh, this this is gonna be good for for EK. He's gonna love this. First tape. The first what is tape it? is the Lost Boys. So oh, well, oh, we're picking again. Anthony, pick again. <laughs> no, no, no. This dude's legit. I'll give him, I'll, I'll give him a pass on the Lost Boys because we uh, we all know how I feel about that. But he does have a lot of really really great movies. I'm seeing uh, the movie Splatter. Uh, from Vector Video, really fun movie. Bloody Moon by Jess Franco is on here. So this dude's going to enjoy what we're going to give him. Movie set, Red Flag yeah, Down, uh, really hard to come by. You have a bunch of tapes from the shows that we've already done before, like Feeders, Psycho Cop. Watch these movies, listen to those episodes. We hope you enjoy, bud. That copy of yeah, Slasher is actually Blood, blood Call. Yeah, unknown. This was a 90s re-release of it. I think it has a red tape, but I thought you guys would, you know... Enjoy yeah, that. if you haven't seen Blood Call, you're in for a treat, of, dude. That movie fucking There's a rocks. copy of uh, The Grim Reaper, right? The slipcase of The Grim Reaper I'm including in that. What else do I... I'm looking... Fatal Pulse. Oh, dude, yeah. My another great one that we covered. Copy of Feeders. You can watch that. Psycho Cop. Another one that I that we did early on in the podcast that I think is pretty relevant now. Yeah, I'm going to tell you for sure that Feeders is the best movie that you're getting out of all of these things. I love that movie yeah. so fucking much. And I'm also going to include, I have a, uh, this wasn't in the picture, but a Joe Bob's sleaziest movies. I got an extra of one of them that I'm going to send with this. You're, you're going to get, uh, you're going to do pretty well. Old, re- old wrestling. Some, yeah, some Anthony, see if you got any wrestling stuff. I'll, go, I'll go throw in some old I might have some wrestling stuff too for you. But you will be receiving uh, the ultimate winner's gift from the Bad Taste Video Podcast. And like we said before, 
um, our second place winner, you will also be receiving something a little bit later on down the line, probably uh, closer towards Thanksgiving. Yeah, so Sweeter right? Nightmares I, if and I had to Grindhouse Cellars. Make sure you guys both hit us up on the at Bad Taste Video uh, Instagram page. Yeah. Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> Scum. <laughs> what are some of your guys' favorite scenes from this movie? Uh, I like the reverse troll. Like the, the reverse thing, the pick up into the troll <laughs> when he it, runs it, him over it gets kind of like it's like whoa like it's like it gets like it's like where to pretty, go where to go but no it's pretty heavy though it's like pretty it's like killing him kill, like, kill his yeah. ass what about you Chris? i really enjoy all of the scenes that have uh the interactions between Ernest and eartha kit her character uh what the hell is the actual uh, old lady Hackmore, that's her name. She did such honestly. a good yeah. job. She was so good in this she's, movie. She's she's great, and like she, just the the two of them together have this really special, uh, just kind of spark when they're in these scenes together that I think is uh, needs to be mentioned because I think it really makes the movie having her in this. Yeah. If if Eartha wasn't old lady Hackmore, I think it would not have the same punch and the same rememberability that it does. Her character has the wooden dolls of her brothers and oh, sisters. Oh, it's great. Her, her backstory is Twisted. fucking phenomenal. Twisted backstory, right? So she was part of that first round of Trantor's like stealing of children. Yeah, right? that reign of terror that uh, Ernest P. Worrell's great great whatever grandfather put an end to. Now here's the thing: this wouldn't have ever happened. If the fucking bullies just left the goddamn haunted house alone. True. They would have had no reason to go into the woods to find a tree fort or anything like that. They they would have gotten hit with a hockey stick. And of course, they were that goddamn Mayor Murdoch's kids. So they're all a bunch of assholes. Yeah. 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 Ernest, (laughs) you're fired. (laughs) You're fired, Ernest. Fuck you, Mayor. Should have dropped the F-bomb. Ernest motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine adding that to these movies. We should just overdub them. We should just them. overdub them with F bombs all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fucking awesome. That would be great. Jesus Christ. Fit. So, do you guys think the ending of this is actually pretty decent? Where the first of all, they use the milk to kill all the underling trolls. And then Ernest has to use true love. To kill Trantor in his final form, right? It's a good twist he for the kids, him. I think. I yeah. think that's why the and ending he, is the way it is. Make love, not war. And you you see Ernest like kiss the troll's face, and there's all this like slime eee. and boogers and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love it's this great. guy. I love Jim Varney. This movie's awesome. I'm so glad we did it, honestly. Yeah, I'm I'm happy that we can say that this was our Halloween movie for 2020 for some rough a rough year at least we got to watch some June some levity morning, right? it's nice yeah. yeah yeah a bright spot in our dark time yep so what do you guys think what would have made this movie better can you make this movie better because the soundtrack is great first of all wait before actually we do that the intro to this movie is fucking awesome amazing yeah it's it's the, the music my, that's playing like the 
Yeah, that fucking soundtrack is awesome. The intro song is... Yeah, all the clips from the old fucking B-horror movies from the drive-in era. I thought that was really smart. I thought that was great. Yeah, you have clips of, like, Jim Varney, like, in, obviously, like, a set looking at, like, skeletons or, like, looking scared at things. so funny, dude. White zombie clip. Yeah. Fucking oh, don't say white zombie. Don't say white zombie around Grizz. Oh, 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 here it comes. This <laughs> <laughs> tip got a little hard <laughs> for a second. <laughs> but is is there anything that could have made this movie better, or do you think it's perfect as is? Like something like a Christmas it's, story, it's, where like you're never gonna change it. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Yeah, I couldn't. I can't change anything about it just because it, it holds such a special place for me and. Uh, I, I I love it the way that it is because it's the way that I remember it. So I couldn't yeah. I couldn't possibly change anything. Anthony, no, I think it's great. Uh, would oat milk or almond milk work? Oh, good question. That'd be dairy milk. That's a good update for uh, 2020. <laughs> I don't know. I what have about no kids with questions. Clue. Questions I have. Is it can is it, anything can be milked? Is it okay? Does well, it work? do they reference that in this at all? Do they say know. does it have to be whole milk? Like, <laughs> I don't think the, so. They, just milk. they dude, use chocolate milk, dude. This is ninety one, man. They're still, they're still like you know they're still on the bourbon and pastrami diet, like you oh, know. Like, yeah, this uh, is the whole like, like milk you know, build strong bones yeah. time period. Yeah, dude, he's forty. If he's forty one in this movie, he looks all of fifty something. In this, <laughs> like you know, he's you know, okay now. They're not drinking any oat milk, you know. Now a final question that I have for everybody right now. Well, not a, the final, final question, because we're still going to go to the chase scale, but the final question I have for everybody, does this movie hold up in 2020? Um, the, the, some, okay. So this is the thing, Jim Varney, I think if you didn't grow up with Jim Varney and the whole earnest character, I, I think it would be hard for you to watch it. Now you may not get it. To, yeah. I don't think you'll understand his timing. I don't think you'll understand his his sensibility because I I watch some of this stuff now and I laugh because I've always laughed at it because I've always thought it was funny since I was a kid. But I had to think about it. You know, if I didn't, if I'm watching this for the first time, these jokes don't fucking matter. These jokes don't make sense. It's just kind of like it has that Robin Williams. Here's a million jokes at once. Hopefully one of them lands kind of a thing. But yeah. I love that. And, and so for me, it holds up. But I could see how someone new would have a hard time getting into it. An acquired taste. Yeah, absolutely. Anthony, I th- Anthony, that you don't say no more. Acquired there it taste. is. Acquired taste. I feel like there's a certain age group that really, really would love this movie. They understand that they've seen the movies. Other ones... Maybe we'll let him watch like Ernest Saves Christmas first. (laughs) I feel like I feel like Saves Christmas is the best uh, like introduction intro Ernest because well because like a Christmas movie can be goofy. It's supposed to be like lighthearted. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a fucking uh, you know kids getting fucking murdered. But like you said too, I mean there could be a whole new generation of of people who. You know, 20 years from now are talking about Ernest Scared Stupid and how much they love it because their parents grew up on it and showed it to them when they were a kid. And I hope that's the case because Jim Varney's legacy deserves to live on for as long as people are around. He, he like we've said a million times, he's a completely special human being. I hope more people show this to their kids. It's really it's not bad. It's not like terror. It's in 2020 terms. It's it not is scary. not scary. No. 
You know, it's it's maybe if your kid is very little, they might be afraid of the trolls. Break them in, though. Fuck it. Is, That's the time period to this, do it. Scare your kids. It's good for them. This is probably the tamest movie that we've ever done on the Bad Taste Video Podcast yes. when it comes to violence and explicit content and all sorts of shit like that. You know what I mean? Uh, it's I'll make up for it in Wild World this week. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? We're going to make up for it with next week's movie. Uh, don't worry. We we know what you guys want. So I think it's time we get to the chase scale. The Cinematic Hell Appreciation Scale of Excellence. Wow, whoever did that must have a, a great rating of voice. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Grizz, what do you rate this movie? Movie's a five. 100%. I would be I inept to give this thing anything other than a five because it's fucking awesome. Anthony, I give it. Now, I give, I now give, Anthony, you got to think of it in the realm of bad taste video. This is a semi-child yes. film. Yes, I agree, but I still have to, to like like a hockey score, like hockey ice. I'm an ice ice skating score. I'm going four point eight. Five. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's I, fair. I'm gonna say a five out of five. I yes. love this movie. I love it I too. think it's. I think it's timeless. I think you can watch it now as an adult, no matter what age you are. If you grew up with Ernest movies, and yes. it'll be just as good as you remember. If you have a little kid, maybe show it to them, and it'll spark your interest in the Ernest franchise again. Right. I agree. That. Uh, that's something that I feel like I have to do now is go through and watch all the other movies. We should do like a, we should do something with like Ernest saves Christmas around Christmas. I'm time. down 100. This this that could be, be like our be... our one departure from our hardcore horror uh, band. Yeah, band. Uh, yeah, know, love affair that we have. Just for Jim Varney. Just for because he's right. Because yeah, he's worth it. Maybe do a Doctor Otto episode. Honestly, I'm I'm fucking calling my my sister tomorrow, and I'm making sure that she's showing my nephews these movies because <laughs> I'll be pissed if Hell they yeah. don't grow up without this shit. Hell yeah. So we say goodbye to Ernest for now, the uh, angel that is Jim Varney, and we head into Porno Corno. Welcome to the Halloween edition of Porno Corno. Like our booger lips pals at Bad Taste Video, we like to visit the classics this time of year. So we popped in the timeless horror parody, Nightmare on Dak Street. Unlike the vast majority of X-rated horror parodies, NODS plays close to the source material and actually features an appearance of a dildo-gloved madman wreaking havoc in the dreams of lesbians on Dyke Street. Directed by Mad Dad Don, which listeners may know from his other on-screen visions like 1991's Headbangers Balls and Married with Hormones. However, in 1992, Mad Dad Don brought us Nightmare on Dyke Street, and offered fans a special Halloween treat from behind the beaded curtain. Most notable in our cast of Cream Warriors is Samantha Strong, adult film giant of the mid-80s and 90s, and star of hit rentals such as Snatch Adams and Starship Intercourse. Throughout the film, we follow the flashes of real life and dreams where the masked madman continues to show up and watch their fantasies play out. No horror parody would be complete without a solid makeup department and NODS trusts Victoria Rubel to create the dream world. Her wild work on Will and Ed's excellent boner Christmas made her the perfect choice. 
In our opinion, from the various Halloween masks and the far out video editing, viewers would not be let down by their choice to rent this title. There's still a few days left in the made up spooky season for you to seek out and watch NODS, and we strongly suggest you do. To close out this week, we want to thank our loyal listeners, our friends at Bad Taste Video for giving Porno Corno a chance, and a special congrats to the winner of the giveaway. Happy Halloween! Treat them sleazy. Okay, like I said before, we we're gonna bring it to you hard this week, right? <laughs> well, next yeah, week. Come back with this uh, guns blazing after this one. We're gonna be digging into the catalog uh, provided by Brimstone Productions, yes, right? Correct. Is it Productions? It's the only Brimstone release I have. You have a ton of them. I'm working on having them all, but we're getting there. And what's the deal with Brimstone VHS? So Brimstones were basically, from what I understand, is is exclusively uh, Kevin Lindenmith's uh, catalog of, of movies. There are a couple of things in that uh, catalog that he didn't direct or write, but I'm pretty sure that he had a part of one way or another. Uh, Kevin is... This, this is his first big movie, not big, but it's, uh, it's kind of a low budget still. Uh, he is also known for such things as Addicted to Murder. That's a pretty big tape that everyone seems to be trying to get their hands on. Uh, Creature Realm from the Dead. All the Alien Agenda films. Twisted Tales. He uh, He's pretty much known for doing these anthology films. This one is a fucking riot. We are doing Vampires and Other Stereotypes, a 1994 shot on video, right? This was shot on video. Oh, There's no way this yeah. is fucking... Yeah. Uh, straight to video, straight to catalog, like magaz- Mad Magazine. I don't know how the hell you would have... How would you have bought a Brimstone release back in the day? I would have... What, what magazine would have had It would have to have been a magazine, I'm sure. Probably something like Fangoria like or some shit like that. Or uh, yeah. Dragulina. Something like that. All right, so let's hit the trailer because I think there is one. And we'll get back to it. Ivan, why don't you ever let me help you? I can let you know what's going to happen. Let's not go through this again, okay? My line of work is better off I don't know. You're going to meet someone important today. A woman. Yeah, well, she said I was going to meet another woman today. Another woman? Fuck off. I know you're going to need help someday. And I know it has something to do with that partner of yours, Mr. Monotone. You feel something for that blonde, don't you? She's an innocent and uh, she's scared. What could be more appealing?
anything. I finally find a guy I like, and he turns out to be a vampire. Who would have thought? I still don't. This all makes my butt pucker. Get me down! Get me down! I'm gonna report you to your precinct! Who said we're the police? Yeah, this one I'm excited to do. It's in that like pocket of like awesome mid 90s shot on video stuff. Very strange, right? Very weird. It's really, it's going to be one of those movies where we're going to be like, you have to see it. You have to see it. Because you told me that this was the best Brimstone release out of their whole catalog. From what I have and what I've seen so far, this is my favorite one. It's just, it's just fucking over the top. It's fun. I love it. Don't you don't expect the twist at the end. You don't expect the twist in the beginning. It's awesome. Yeah. It's really good. Awesome. So, so I think it's time we head over to the wide world of gore. Welcome back to another episode of Wide World of Gore. Happy Halloween, everybody. I have been saving a special movie for this week. The movie that we are going to be covering here is The Mad Mutilator, a.k.a. Orgroff. This is a French film. This is a 1983 movie, and it is fucking crazy, let me tell you. So this movie feels like a hypnotic fever dream set in the goriest world that you could possibly imagine. And to make things even better and a little bit more trippier, this entire world is captured in Super 8 film. Now, if you're familiar with our podcast, you know that we are huge fans of Tim Ritter, and this movie feels exactly like his original film, Day of the Reaper, also shot on Super 8 film, and it gives it a very unique perspective, and it does kind of give it this dreamlike sensibility that's just unmistakable Super 8. The music in this movie only adds to that over-the-top fever dream mentality that I had mentioned before. It is a methodical winding music that just kind of confuses you as you go along. It is the perfect audio backdrop for this film. The absolute coolest part about this movie, in my opinion, is the reason and why it was made. It was made by a video store owner in France, Mr. Norbert, I'm going to butcher this last name, I'm sure, uh, Moutier. Now, Mr. Moutier was basically only making this because he wanted a film that he could rent directly to his patrons and make money on. And if that isn't the coolest fucking story ever for why a movie was made, I don't know what is. Now, the story of this film sets uh, in the French woods, and it involves the mad mutilator, Mr. Orgoff. Now, he is a mad lumberjack who basically will kill anything that walks. The film progresses basically as we get scene after scene of the mad mutilator killing individuals in many different forms, but his most preferred is his lumberjack axe, and we get some really beautiful axe shots, no cutaways, Uh, axe right to the face of one individual and the the penetration of the blade of the axe into this person's face is done extremely well considering that this was just a video store owner and a Super 8 camera. Some of my other favorite things about this movie is that it does not hold back. Everybody is fair game. It starts the movie with a, uh, a little girl being killed. We get 
other shots of children being beheaded with saws. It's it's absolutely brutal. Uh, the best part about it also is we get Howard Vernon. If you're familiar with Jess Franco's work, you will be familiar with Mr. Howard Vernon. Franco has used Vernon on countless films, and he's become kind of synonymous uh, with, with Franco himself. He plays the Mad Mutilator in this film, which has a great mask. It's very simple. Uh, you know, he's basically wearing like a sweater hoodie and a, and a beanie with this mask. And it's it's simplicity, but it works because it feels believable that it's just some fucking guy in the woods who is relentlessly killing anybody that stumbles into his domain. Uh, some beautiful shots of this guy's actual like compound, I guess you would call it. Uh, he has this huge crucifixion uh, cross put up and it has the skulls and faces of like different people that he's killed. And there's a great scene where he's got a girl tied up to it and he's slitting her throat. It's very brutal. Uh, for 1983, I was completely blown away with how over the top this film goes. I cannot recommend that you check this out enough. Uh, I'm lucky enough to actually own a VHS copy uh, from France that was put out by American Video. Extremely hard to find these originals. The artwork is beautiful. It has the uh, the great Mad Mutilator uh, name in red and blue, along with this beautiful skull that's like flesh is being torn away. I love this tape so much. But luckily for everybody out there, because this is an extremely hard tape to find, there is a Blu-ray release of this now, which I have not seen, but I can only imagine that the Blu-ray looks really, really great. Hopefully it doesn't uh, ruin the weirdness that we get from the Super 8 film. So with that, everybody, this has been 1983's Mr. Norbert Moutier's shot on Super 8 classic Mad Mutilator, a.k.a. Orgoth. Okay, so that's it. Our uh, Halloween spectacular is over. Another October down. Uh, this year, we did it with you, my man. How does it feel? Felt right. I feel like you're. I feel like you've been initiated into the uh, cult. Yeah, this, right? this was a fun month. We did a lot of really great movies. The blood. We had cult, a lot of great yeah. guests. I, I couldn't have picked a, a better lineup. I think it was a great time. Yep. Yeah, it was fun. We told you we were going to do a giveaway. We told you we were going to do. A great one, one that would be worth your while, and I feel like we nailed it this yeah. time. And we will do another one probably for Thanksgiving because I think we have to reward you guys for supporting us. Right? Thank you so much for all the support and like all the nice messages and everything. It's very nice yeah. for a crazy time like this. Yeah, yeah. We definitely like interacting, talking to you guys. Well, you guys Tell are getting nice messages. All do. I get is hate mail. Yeah. The hell's going oh. on? <laughs> We got, pe- dude, we got people making uh, fucking fan art <laughs> yes, of fucking yeah, Grizz. Dude, you guys, that's awesome. I think that's the Someone funniest shit ever memes. to that dude that yeah, did that. Anthony's getting Columbo memes. People are trying to... Memes. People on the Facebook group trying to find Anthony fucking... Uh, Columbo VHS tapes, I right? I should. I should have said yes. I thought about the other day. I just, maybe I should have said yes, and I would have vetted him. I would have. I think it was fifteen dollars for like the whole like. See, like the whole early series. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's a lot of tapes. Yeah, I would have. I would have. I would have. He was 15. I would have sent him 30. Speaking of which, uh, join our Facebook group, right? Like our page. It's a good time. The first people to find out about the prize pack. I, I hate saying prize pack, but I feel that's like, I feel like were, Mark yeah. Summer saying it. Yeah, uh, but that's that's where we posted it first, right? 
Everybody else got it the day after. So please join that group. Wherever you're listening to us, please subscribe, uh, rate us five stars, do whatever, whatever it tells you to do to make us look better on whatever platform you listen on, right? Uh, we have a website, www.badtastevideo.com, where we post everything that we do, uh, YouTube channel, Patreon, if you want to really support us with the money. Uh, pretty much everything's on there, right? The goods. Uh, yes. Anthony, where could they find you on the internet? Abacini on Instagram. And Grizz, where could they find As you? As always, you can find me at Kane underscore enabler on Instagram. And you could find me at Bad Taste Video. Yeah, happy Halloween, right? Uh, stay safe. Wear a mask. Wear two masks, actually. <laughs> Double up. <laughs> yeah. as many masks as don't you Don't be can. sharing drinks. Yeah. Yeah, don't be stupid. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll have to scared stupid. You know what? I'm just gonna play the uh, Nightmare on My Street song Perfect. right after this. Oh, All right, happy see you next. Uh, yeah, happy Halloween. See happy you next Halloween. week. Voice coming from behind, it said, You want to play the letter and now you must die.
Until I noticed those rips in my sheets And that was proof that there had been a nightmare on my street Yeah! 